Good morning. I was first introduced to Rachel Held Evans and her writing when I picked up her first book with a subtitle that really caught my eye. How a girl who knew all the answers learned to ask the questions during my senior year in college. I was raised in a conservative evangelical family in West Michigan and was about to complete my undergraduate degree at Wheaton College, an evangelical institution in the Chicago suburbs. So I had been brought up in and then had my higher education in a religious environment where it was certainly important to have a lot of answers. Mind you, all of these answers were coming from white men and then I was just expected to repeat them but you had to have the answers. And therefore, by default, it was not an environment to ask questions. So that subtitle, The Girl Who Knew All the Answers, Learned to Ask the Questions, really intrigued me. While I was definitely at the time, and still am today, a total rule follower, I also always had a propensity to challenge things that didn't really seem to make sense or add up or seemed unjust in some way. In college, many of my guy friends referred to me and a few of my closest female friends as the feminists, and let's just say it was never in a complimentary way. So here I am, 22 years old, reading a young female Christian author, and remarkably enough, she was not writing about the joys of motherhood, although there are many, or discussing the latest purity culture talking points from a female perspective. No, she was a female author asking really hard questions about her faith and specifically the aspects of her faith that are unique to evangelical culture. Rachel had this amazing ability to challenge the structures, systems, and theology of that mold of Christianity while still obviously maintaining a deep life of faith. And I found that inspiring to say the least. It led me to realize that if she could question the black and white nature of that theology, maybe I could too. If she felt incredibly uncomfortable with the unbreakable marriage between evangelicals and the Republican Party, I could say, hey, yes, I feel uncomfortable with that too. If she could challenge the evangelical doctrine of hell that is so inhumane and cruel, maybe I could stop praying incessantly for my non-Christian friends to be saved. I loved her first book, and began to follow her on social media as well. I saw over time that Rachel would continue to engage in those tough conversations, and in those conversations, she was so smart and so fearless. And I didn't know it at the time, but in just over a year, I would need Rachel's voice more than I could have ever imagined. When I was 23, my father, who was one of my favorite people in the world, died after several years battling cancer. And while due to the slow progression of his disease, his death was not sudden or surprising, what it did to my faith was truly shocking. It began to crumble all around me and fast. I was certain of literally nothing, and therefore, being in a church environment that wanted to give black and white answers and platitudes to every situation, even grief, was really exhausting. Part of me wanted to throw it all away, burn the whole thing down. But I think a big part of me also knew I needed something resembling a life of faith to anchor me while everything else was falling apart. And that brought me back to Rachel Held Evans. As I said earlier, one of the most remarkable things about her was her ability to challenge harmful things while remaining unwaveringly committed to Jesus. And so like Rachel, during my 20s, I was able to find a freedom 
and a love within my faith that I didn't know was possible. I was able to separate myself from a subculture of Christianity driven by patriarchy, gender rules, certainty, and fear that harms so many people. I was able to keep a faith and find a way forward. Glennon Doyle, a fellow author and someone with background in evangelical spaces, had this to say about Rachel Held Evans following her tragic death in 2019. Rachel was a friend to the hurting, questioning, outcast, the underdog, and forgotten. I've never seen anyone match her courage and relentless commitment to use her pen, her heart, and her might to fight for the least of these within the religious establishment. She refused to abandon us. She was relentlessly brave and she always won for us. She always came out on top because in brilliance, she had no peers. No one could outsmart her or outbrave her or outlast her. She was our warrior, we needed her. I know many of you here today may not resonate growing up with this kind of religious culture or needing someone to fight for you against a religious establishment. And I'm glad you don't have that experience. But I think we can all recognize how important it is to have people fight for us, especially when we are at our most vulnerable. Although I never met her in real life, Rachel was one of those key fighters for me. And so my prayer is that we as a faith community continue to fight for the hurting, questioning, the forgotten, and the underdog, whether they are in that position due to a re religious establishments or other systems of power in our country, in our world. We, just as Rachel Held Evans did, can refuse to abandon them. And I know that that will make all the difference. <laughs>